Well, in taking Mrs. Frederick's advice, Jane helped Mr. Race put over a big deal by entertaining a prospective customer. Mrs. Fredericks is the new next-door neighbor who takes the credit for Mr. Frederick's business success. This episode takes place the following morning in alternating scenes between Mr. Race's real estate office and the Ace's bungalow. But first to the office. Dr. Fredericks has just entered. Listen. Well, good morning, Baxter. This is Price. You busy? No, not especially. Come in. Sit down. I have much time, and I won't take up too much of yours. I've come here with some friendly advice and a word of warning. Well, sit down and let... let... Warning? Yes, um, Ethel tells me you put over a big deal. Yes, we finally sold Mr. Tumley on taking that corner to build his garage. Ethel also tells me that Jane helped you put over a deal. Well, she did have a little something to do with it, I mean... Uh, She entertained this man, didn't she? Went out to lunch with him, danced, cocktails... Yeah, did Jane tell Ethel the whole story already? Every detail. Ethel called me at my office. Oh. Now, uh, I want you to take what I'm going to say in the right light. I'm just giving you the benefit of my experience. I don't want to have happened to you what has happened to me. Well, I, I don't get it. What's happened to you? Eight years ago, Ethel started being ambitious for me. She decided to take an active part in my business affairs. She made up her mind that I was going to be a success. For eight years, she's constantly nagged and stood over me with a whip. She has her hand in every deal I make. Why, she makes it her business to meet every customer personally. She makes a dinner party out of every deal I start. You know, I don't have one free minute to do anything I'd want to do to, to forget business. I tell you, won't you let your wife become a silent partner in your business, you'll have gone her like me. Now, your wife has only just started. So I sneaked over here to tell you to stop her before it's too late. Well, this is, well I'm, I'm rather embarrassed. I mean, I, I don't think you should have told me all your personal... Uh... Man, I'm doing you a big favor. Well, I... You don't know what it is to have your wife taking credit for everything you do, whether she has a hand in it or not. You don't know what it is to have your wife calling you three or four times a day checking up on you. But that's what's going to happen to you if you don't put a stop to this thing right now. Oh, no, I don't think I'm going to have that trouble just because Jane happened. Now, that's what I thought. But you're going to get caught in this thing just like I did. That's why I'm here to give you this advice. You've still got time. As for me, well, not too late. Well, now, wait a minute. In the first place, I'm pretty sure that won't happen with me. You don't know Jane. I know and... my wife. And I know she's got Jane under her wing. Yes, I know, but I still know Jane. Now, in the second place, I don't see why it's too late for you. Why don't you speak up? After eight years? Sure, what difference does it make? Put your foot down. After all, you're the man of the house. I sometimes wonder. Oh, snap out of it. You ought to teach her a lesson. Show her that she can't do these things. Show her that you know more about the printing business than she... Wait a minute. I've got an idea. My partner, Mr. Neff, is on his way over here now. Neff? Yes. But I don't see Wait, wait a minute. I'm thinking this out. Your wife thinks that she can help you put over every deal you start out after. Now, Mr. Neff is on the board of City Alderman. He can swing a lot of printing business your way. Where's your wife now? Ethel? Oh, oh my guess. Why? Well, all you'd have to do is to let her know the Neff's going to be here. That would bring her down here, wouldn't it? Like a fire alarm. Fine. Now, Mr. Neff will be here in a few minutes. I'll introduce you. I'll suggest that he throw some printing business your way. We keep him here talking to him. Your wife comes in. She starts out on Neff. And if you know Neff like I know it, call her up. But I, I don't get it. Call her up, will you? If there's anything he hates, it's women butting into business. He'll stomp out of here so mad he'll swear you'll never get a red cent out of him. And that's your cue to turn to Apple and tell her off for making you lose a deal. Oh, I see. Say, do you think it'll work? Have you met Neff? Well, no, but I... Well, take it from me. This is going to fix it. I'm going to fix you up in great style. Now, hurry and call your wife. Just... Just drop a hint that you're here and Mr. Neff's coming over. Tell her you might be able to get some business out of it. That's all I'll have to tell her. But I already 
helps him in his business, what else can I do? Oh, my dear, you can't stop now. You've only just begun. Oh, no, I'm finished. I got Mr. Tomlin to sign the deal. And, and I... now you're going to rest on your laurels, is that it? sit on my foot curled under like this. But, my dear, you can't stop now. Once you stop, he stops. You've got to be after him night and day. But I'm tired today. Goodness, after all the things I did yesterday, I thought I'd take a little vacation for a couple of days. Just sit around the house and relax. You know. Well, all I can say is that once you let go, you can never hope to regain the hold you have. Do you think for one minute that I bet Baxter think he can get along without me for one single day? <laughs> I should say not. I'm always on the job. Look, it's only 11.30, isn't it? And already I've called Baxter four times. Have you called your husband this morning? No, not yet. There, you see. I know every move Baxter makes. The last time I called him, he told me he was going out for a haircut, so I know where he is now. I know what time he'll be back. I know what job he has to get out today. I know everything there is to know about his business. Can you say as much? I don't think my husband needs a haircut. Oh, it's not the haircut. It's the principle of... Oh, well, excuse me, please, the phone. Well, I suppose I'll go on. I'm on my way downtown for some shopping. Oh, wait, Ethel. I want to talk to you. Hello? Hello, Jane. Oh, hello, dear. I was just thinking of calling you up and asking you... Jane, is Mrs. Frederick there? Ethel, yes. Oh, good. Uh, Baxter wants to talk to her. Baxter? Yes. What is it, Jane? Oh, uh, Baxter wants to talk to you. Uh, where are you, dear? At the barbershop? No, I'm at my office. Uh, barbershop? What would I be doing at the... Look, put Mrs. Fredericks on, will you, please? All right, just a minute. It's for you, Ethel. I wonder what it is. Hello? Hello, darling. Where are you? I, uh, happened to drop in at Mr. Ace's office, and he tells me... You didn't tell me you were going there. Uh, I know, darling, but I happened to drop in, and Mr. Ace tells me Mr. Neff is on his way over. And I thought this would be a good time to try to land him for some of that printing business the city had. Mr. Ned? Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yes, of course. Um, I'll tell you what, Baxter. I'm on my way downtown now. I'll drop in sort of unexpectedly, you know. You don't have to bother, darling. I certainly do. I suppose you could land that deal alone. Uh, no, Ethel. No. Of course you can't. Now, you just leave everything to me. I should be there in a very few minutes. Goodbye. What is it? What happened? Mr. Neff coming to your husband's office. I know he can get back to a lot of the printing business this city contracts for. I've got to go right down there. Oh, you know Mr. Neff, my dear. What kind is he? Oh, sure, I know him. My niece married his nephew. She did? Mm-hmm. Well, my dear, why don't you come along with me? Maybe your being there will make things even easier, my dear. Oh, sure, my dear. I'll be glad to. Mr. Neff and I are just like this. Uh, good. Uh, then hurry and get dressed. Oh, I haven't much to do. I'll be ready in a jiffy. I'll tell Roy to bring the car around. <laughs> I told you it was work. She fell for it, didn't she? Yes, it's worked so far, but uh, where's Mr. Neff? I thought you said he'd be here in a few minutes. Oh, well, he should. He said 11.30. He's usually pretty prompt. It's a quarter of, isn't it? Oh, here, here he is. Hello, Mr. Neff. Good morning. Good morning. Where's that contract? Oh, I got it right here. Signed, sealed, and delivered. The idea of that man walking out of this office to go dancing in broad daylight. <laughs> where's his signature? Uh, right there. Mm-hmm. Well... Pretty good work. Oh, uh, Mr. Neff, this is a neighbor of mine, Mr. Frederick. Uh, glad to know you, Mr. Neff. Mm, how do you do? Well, I'd better take this contract over to the bank and put it away for safekeeping. Okay, just as you say. Oh, uh, Mr. Neff, uh, meeting you here has sort of reminded me of something. You're on the board of City Alderman, aren't you? Uh, what about it? Well, uh, I'm in the printing business, the uh, Frederick's Print Shop. Oh, yes, I meant to tell you, Mr. Neff, in, in case you can throw any business Mr. Frederick's way, I'd appreciate it as a, a personal favor. I never mix friendship with business. <laughs> well, I don't blame you, Mr. Neff. 
But I think if you gave us a chance at it, we might do as good a job for you and maybe save you some money. Well, send me your price list. I'll see what I can do. I'll think it over. Uh, how about the ballots the city uses on election days? Uh, well, who does that printing, Mr. Nair? Oh, that's a very big job. Oh, we can handle it. We've got a very big plan. You have, huh? Yes, sir. Be glad to show you through it sometime. Well, we were thinking of making the change on that job. Well, I'd certainly appreciate it if you can throw something Mr. Frederick's way. Well, this deal is not on a friendship basis, I told you. Yeah, well... If Mr. Frederick's can give us the right price... Oh, I'm sure I can, Mr. Nair. And thanks for the opportunity. Yes, Mr. Nair. Thanks, oh, sir. Surprise? Jane, I didn't expect you. Oh, come in, asshole. Oh, I brought Ethel with me. Hello, Baxter. Hello, Jane. Just fine. And Mr. Neff. Well, this is a surprise. Oh, Mr. Neff, this is my friend, Mrs. Frederick. How do you do? Well, goodbye. Oh, uh, Ethel, uh, Mr. Neff was just saying he might give Baxter a printing job. Not the Mr. Neff. Uh, uh, what's that? Not the Mr. Ned. P-Y-N-F, madam, if that means anything to you. If it means anything to me, <laughs> as if that name doesn't mean something to everybody in this city. I try to be an honest, upright citizen, madam. Try to be? Oh, you're so modest, Mr. Ned. Isn't he, my dear? Yes, isn't he, my dear? <laughs> no, you're nothing as I have pictured you. Mm, very interesting, Mrs. Frederick. Of course, I've heard about you for years. Was it only the other day I overheard some women talking about Mr. Neff? Don't look at me. I didn't say anything about uh, Mr. Neff. What was that, madam? I was trying to remember where I overheard some women talking. Oh, yes. They were club women. Well, Mr. Neff, your ears must have been burning that day. I don't listen to idle gossip. Oh, this wasn't gossip, Mr. Neff. What they said certainly makes me proud to meet you now. Well, Baxter, I guess you and Mr. Neff ought to talk over some stuffy old business. Yes, Mr. Neff was just telling me that uh, he might give... What were these women uh, saying about me? Oh, the most delightful things. How lucky the city was to have a leading citizen of your type, for one thing. Uh, 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 they were. Oh, yes, and so many things it would take hours to tell. Maybe sometime when you're more at leisure. Well, uh, I've got time now, but it wouldn't take too long to tell it. Oh, I'm afraid it would. Uh. Poor little me doesn't want to tell up too much of a big man's time. <laughs> well, Baxter, uh, Mrs. Ace and I were just going to lunch. Oh, I'm so sorry I can't go along with you. I've got to get back to the plant, darling. Oh, what a shame. Uh, Mr. Ace, how about you? Oh, no, I've got a lot of work to do around here. Oh, what a shame. Mr. Neff, how about you? Uh, what? Oh, what a shame. Oh, Jane, Mr. Neff couldn't. Although I could take time out to tell you about all the nice things I heard. Well, I don't know. I might be able to make it. I have to eat. What? Come along, ladies. Oh, let's don't waste time. Well, here we go again, dear. A delightful surprise. Oh, Oh, Mr. Neff, you're too kind. Not at all. Not at all. You certainly fix that. (laughs) The boys will have to think up another scheme to put Ethel in her place. We learn more about that when next we meet the Easy Aces.